Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. John chapter 11, verses 11 through 16. Thank God for the patience he has with all of us. All throughout all of the Gospels, there are many examples of Jesus speaking and his disciples misunderstanding. If the apostles who personally walked with him could miss the point, then we can feel a bit better about when we do too. Jesus shows a lot of patience and poise as he patiently and constantly walks his disciples through his teaching, even in their ignorance and even in their misunderstanding. Jesus' friend Lazarus is sick, and after waiting a while, Jesus is now heading to his side. As the story is unfolding, it seems that Jesus has actually purposely waited, actually wanting Lazarus to die, so that God's power may be displayed in his life. It's a challenging thought, but Jesus obviously has a plan. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how this is all going to work out. There's a side comment in this story with Thomas, one of the twelve apostles, and yes, that's the same Thomas who sometimes gets called Doubting Thomas. Thomas, who has trouble believing the resurrection at the end of John's gospel, which we will get to in the days to come. Thomas would famously say, I won't believe Jesus is alive until I see the wounds and I touch them myself. Jesus appears and lets him do so, but then he chides, seeing and believing is easy, but more blessed are those who believe by faith who haven't seen. Because of that story at the end of John's Gospel, Thomas gets a pretty bad rap. Doubting Thomas is what he is known as. That ends up being the main story that defines his whole life for a lot of people. Never mind that according to church tradition, Thomas would travel to Persia and to India after Jesus rose from the dead, and he would give his life to preaching the Gospel to the nations until he was brutally murdered for his testimony that Jesus is alive and is Lord. He is the quintessential doubter, unfortunately. That's his identity. Uh, Never mind any good that he did after this story. But this story stands out as one of the only other times that Thomas gets mentioned by name in the Gospels, and he is not doubting in today's verses. He is devoted and brave, willing to go with Jesus even if it means his death. They are heading back towards Jerusalem where a great number of people want Jesus dead and have tried to kill him multiple times in the past. Rather than doubt or quake or run away, Thomas rallies the rest of the troops. Let's stand with him and let's be willing to die to do so. This is not a doubting man, and for Thomas' sake, thank goodness the story's in here to balance out the other one. Whatever his struggles might be in the days after the resurrection, he was obviously a man of devotion to Jesus, and a man who was willing and eventually would lay down his life for his Lord. The point is that our worst stories aren't what actually define us. Our weakest moments are not who we are. 
Thomas was bigger than just a doubting moment, and we are bigger than ours too. The importance is in devoting ourselves to Jesus, following him, whatever that means and wherever that takes us, whatever that looks like. If we believe that he is Lord, then that is all we can do. For us to meditate on today, think about one of your worst moments. Let that come to mind, where you felt like you let the Lord down. If you haven't repented of that yet, take some time today. Come to the Lord. Tell him you're sorry. If you've already repented of that, release that to God. Ask him to show you how he views you, how you are in his eyes, what he thinks of you. And let's let those thoughts fill our mind as we go about today and lift us up.